Warning, the following podcast contains Capri Cap Cap America, brokerages focused around powers, metal arms that don't grow bigger when you get magical powers, and much, much more. Stay tuned for the latest episode of Shaken Not Nerd. A martini, Shaken Not Shocking. Welcome to Shaken Not Nerd, the official podcast of the I Hate Coriander Fan Club. <laughs> That's right. We hate it. We hate it so much. Some of us. Take your cilantro and shove it up you. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Tom. I will be hosting this very special episode of Shaken Not Nerd. It, I mean, to be fair, it's a normal episode. There's nothing really that special about it. But we're here. Special. You're special. Oh, we're all special. Uh, and of course, I am joined by Fuzzy Dan, the Mr. Participation Ward himself, <laughs> Fuzzy Dan, who is adamantly against, but has been voted down on the coriander call. So, uh, you know, when it's two to one, uh, you get pretty ganged up on. It's pretty easy to feel left out. So, uh, fuck you. Fuck your parsley <laughs> and huzzah for coriander. Yo, fuck your parsley. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I am joined, well, we are joined by Duty. <laughs> Just you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Duty. Hello. How you doing? I'm 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 now thinking of similar to what I did for a housewarming gift for you is getting 25 parsley uh, pots and putting them in a pyramid shape for fuzzy. 25 parsley pots in a pyramid. <laughs> parsley pots in a pyramid. Now that's a tongue twister. Yes. Say it 20 times fast. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I believe he struggled to do it once. <laughs> I couldn't say like Mortal Kombat last, <laughs> last episode. Mortal Kombat, I <laughs> yeah, yes. yes. I'm well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in this week's episode, we are talking about Bucky and the Cap. Or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, as it is colloquially referred to. Yes. Or correctly referred to. We've got some news, Tom. Oh, you actually reserved some. I did. <laughs> <laughs> we got the trailer for Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. I haven't watched it. You're missing nothing, in my opinion. <laughs> I had no okay. desire to watch it. So I watched this once and went, okay, really? And then I've watched it twice and I went, yeah, maybe. And I've watched it three or four times now and I've gone... I've come around on it. I think it has potential to be fun. Um, it, it, it looks like, you know, it kind of looks like um, Iron Fist, like a very similar... I kind of want Iron Fist to be in this film. It kind of feels like a similar storyline yeah. to that, though, right? Yeah. Like, just that same kind of character has been away for a while, comes back with super martial arts powers and, you know, saves his city. It feels very similarly focused like that. Whether or not yeah. he's a Danny Rand kind of billionaire... Don't you be knocking Danny Rand. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, let's not get started down that, that dickhead Danny path. Rand is cool! Stop thumping the table. Anyway. I'm Danny Rand. <laughs> I'm Danny Rand. You, you did that. That's <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah. 
you had an issue with you hated the first season and you used to go, it's just a whole season of him going, I'm Danny Rand. I'm Danny Rand. I'm Danny Rand. Yeah, but the comic books are good. <laughs> yeah, no, like it feels very much like that that kind of Iron Fist storyline, but it, it feels like it's a lot better done. Give me um, 30 minutes of training. Give me 30 minutes of fighting some sort of warrior monk slash ninjas. And no actual tournament. And that's it. I don't care. Like after that, after an hour of that, you can do whatever the fuck else you want to with this movie and it'll be fine. It looks like there's going to be a lot of magical powers stuff in here, yeah. which I'm not kind of I don't fucking care about I just want to see martial arts and it's the ten a movie about martial artists show me fucking martial arts and it's the ten rings as well which is tied to the mandarin which nice. of course was Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 3 yes ten rings um, I was curious as well that if Netflix didn't do or attempt to do the defenders with Iron Fist so on and so forth would this have happened would we have instead gotten an Iron Fist movie instead of a Shang-Chi movie Probably. I know neither character. I know whether they were one was more popular than the other. I've never heard of Shang Chi before. I I had not either. I either. I I think Iron Fist is absolutely more popular. Um, But we've we've spoken about this about you know they they're they're appealing to the Chinese market obviously. Oh shit! Heavily focused in um, Chinese uh, audiences for this one. I think it's great that they've got some really amazing specific uh, martial arts actors. So these are martial artists who act as well, and they do all the. So I think that's quite great that they've got that in there. So you will see some actual cool shit going on. Um, Yeah. So I'm very excited for that part of it, and you know obviously a really amazing cast of Asian actors in there which is great just you know very focused on that one area so you can't have uh, I, I feel like um iron fist's character feels more like cultural appropriation at this time probably leading away yeah, from that for future iron, iron <laughs> fist is a white guy yeah yeah he's he's super white he's the whitest of whites well there was there yeah, i remember when when iron fist was like when netflix were like we're we're doing a defender show and everyone got up in arms they're like but iron fist you make you're making it the guy from fucking game of thrones i'm like yeah have you read the iron fist books like it's like anyway um he's a shit character anyway um we've also got other trailers that i neglected to talk about uh fast and furious 9 oh boy oh boy wowie they're going to space people magnets (laughs) magnets (laughs) we're all fucking with magnets now (laughs) Thank Describe, you, Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a, he was an Uber driver for for between Fast and Furious movies because he needed money. Ah, uh, he Did desperately he? needed yeah. money. He he was, he was a, going through a divorce. He was going through a divorce. He got absolutely rooted in the divorce and needed money to pay child support and alimony and all the rest of it. Apparently, and, Will Smith gave him money, but said, "Stop posting on social media." Yeah, he was like desperately posting to get more Fast and Furious movies made, and he wanted to do a side movie with Ty- with his character from the, mm. the the franchise. And they everyone was like, "No, we don't want to produce that." So, apparently, Tyrese Gibson as well during that time went to Warner Brothers to pitch a Green Lantern film as him as John Stewart. I'm like, no, no, thank you, no, We're thanks. Good. <laughs> there was the uh, no, we'll, we'll stick on the Fast and Furious. They're, yeah, they're they're driving down the street and they turn a magnet on to make it everything around them avoid them, and I'm like, uh, that's not how magnets really work. How is your car not getting ripped to shreds and pulling its me- its own metal apart? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's, <laughs> it's magic magnets. It's a plastic car. <laughs> It'll be something like that. This is a carbon fiber car. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be so. There's magnets. They are literally getting duct taped into spacesuits at one point. Hans back. Hans back. 
for some reason, he's just back. Didn't he, di- he died. He died. That was the whole <laughs> fucking Jason Statham thing. I'm going to kill all of your characters. And he started by killing Han at the end of one of the movies. The third one. Yeah. Tokyo Drift. What happened to the guy from... T- Where's he? Where's the Drift King? He he shows up a couple of times. as like a, hey, I'm, I'm just around, y'all. And and he disappears again. He's, he should he he's should a lot replace more southern than I remember. He is very southern. He is he's, he's very super, southern. He was from Alabama. Oh. He should replace Tyrese Gibson. He should not. He was terrible. He was one of the worst things to happen in the shittiest franchise on the planet. And the, three's fine. Yeah, I'm talking about Too Fast, Too Furious as well, mate. Did you see that? That yeah, is just that had the 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 guy from Batman Begins, and they put a rodent uh, ferret on his stomach, and then put a bucket over it, and then started heating the bucket. Yes. Gross. I remember that scene. Yeah, yeah. That film is like, you know, cinema uh, cinema STD. Like, everybody catches it. As soon as you get it, you're just infected by it. It's gross. Anyway, uh, but yes, the, he is, the guy from Tokyo Drift is just awful. He's just an awful... Uh, Lucas? Something? I have no idea. I know Little Bow Wow was in that movie. Oh, yeah, and he had he a Hulk car. Yeah, he did. But it looks like they're potentially going to space in this film. Have it's you seen the trailer? Space. I haven't. They launch a car into space with Tyrese Gibson on board. I've heard. It's got giant rockets. It's yeah. Oh, look, there's a bunch of stuff in here. So we get John Cena as um, as <laughs> Diesel's <laughs> little fucking brother. Little brother. Yeah. What? Yeah. His little brother. What? Yeah. John Cena is Vin Diesel's little brother. John Cena is twice the size of Vin oh, Diesel. I'm just going to say, if you haven't seen it already, look on Google for the part uh, for the announcement of when they announced that John Cena was going to be in the franchise, and it is an absolutely coked out of his mind Vin Diesel doing a it. doing a selfie video, going, "Oh my god, we just invited someone new to the family," and they t- he turns the camera around, and there's John Cena in his Sunday best, looking like he's going to a job interview, just going waving his head in the background, and that's it. It's fucking amazing. But they they re- they put John <laughs> Cena in to take the rock. Didn't they? Because Vin Diesel and The Rock kept button heads. Uh, I believe they're they're trying to get yeah. Vin Diesel and The Rock do not like each other, and they have yeah been butting heads for a very long time. Um, whether or not he is still part of this film in a major way, will be. Well, we didn't see him at all during the trailers, so I would like to think he is. I would. I would. He's he's still around. He's still part of the family, so you know. Yes, yeah. it's fine. But yes, it'd be very interesting to see how that that whole because you see like The Rock social media post for this trailer and he's like oh Vin Diesel's doing great good on your brother and I'm like uh-huh. so either things have patched up or you're being the bigger person yeah I believe it would be the second part <laughs> yeah probably well, apparently the issues came from The Rock didn't they Cause it, I because not well no it was Vin Diesel apparently was just super lazy and it pissed off The Rock that doesn't sound like Vin Diesel at all <laughs> very interesting that whole like part of when he joined like they basically said well neither of us want to lose a fight and so every fight they've ever had has been a draw so the whole thing now is Dom can't lose a fight he's too he's too good so he will never be able to lose it's fucking amazing I feel like how aforementionedly mentioned um, <laughs> there is me Michael and Kermit doing Power Rangers it yeah. needs to be like you Matt Combs oh yeah and that's it. Some Just poor be unfortunate soul. <laughs> poor unfortunate soul. Doing this movie. Oh, man. There was one part that, like, there's... Oh, it's just amazing. John Cena tackles Vin Diesel through a doorway and Vin Diesel's head hits the top of a doorframe. And instead of getting his head knocked the fuck off his shoulders... Because it's John Cena. It smashes through the doorframe and the doorframe just splinters apart around his head. It is incredible. This film has just gone... 
like the whole franchise has gone inside of itself and imploded in this expressive mess of just craziness. Uh, and they're, they're superheroes. They're playing the trailers, of course, when you go to the movies. And you know how blunt and bogan my wife can sound. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> my wife. There's the scene in the original trailer where Dom, the bridge is out, and he gets the rope hooked under oh, his yeah, tire, yeah, yeah. and he hits the nos, and he swings around. Cinema's dead quiet. People are eating their popcorn. Mon just goes, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, they had the, like, he's inside a trailer. Like, oh, and it's sort of, flipping. It's, and on it's the... flipping around, and it's going round and round in circles, and he's just, like, staying in the middle because, you know, magnets or something. It, it, all of this looks fucking stupid. It is quite clear. We do need to do the too fast, and surely you can't be serious at some point. We've been talking about it for years. We have been talking about it for years. We need to do it. We will do it. But I am also prepared that we could be talking about this for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Uh, last trailer to talk about Army of the Dead, uh, which is Zack Snyder's new movie with Dave Bautista, where it looks like a zombie-infested Las Vegas uh, has a vault under one of the casinos. Um, they're uh, hired as a team to go in, get the money out of the vault, but it's not just standard zombies. There's runners, there's sprinters, there's splitters, there's all these random fucking ones. Um, so it looks like it's... Ex- established in a pre-existing zombie apocalypse world Mm. Um, and the city of Las Vegas is surrounded by guardsmen and big fences and all that sort of shit like that uh, looks like could be fun comes out uh, on Netflix uh, not too not too long from now and we will be doing it oh yeah yes I'm sort of excited for it it looks really interesting. I think um, I'm interested in the mythology around how they're using zombies this time. It looks like we've got smart zombies, which is seems like a bit of... A, we've had it before in the Resident Evil movie. It sucked. Yeah, I know. They, they were like super enhanced ones. So this, <laughs> this is really interesting. It feels like yeah, it is an actual army of zombies led by something. So. Hello, Tom. <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil sucks, man. Tell me now. Watch it again. I know it sucks. <laughs> But it sucks in a good way. <laughs> it sucks so good. <laughs> it soul sucks. <laughs> Touche. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, well, look, let's get on to it. We are sponsored by... Uh, Tom, actually, Tom, you're, you're running the show. It's true. Duty, tell you're telling the story. <laughs> tell us about our sponsor. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you, tell job. you tell us. All right. We are, of course, sponsored by Incognito Comics. Incognito Comics are your one-stop shop. You're for looking right into my soul. <laughs> I was on a feed me the line. on a roll, um, which of course is at 32B Bignall Road, Moorabbin. That's 32B Bignall Road, Moorabbin. Uh, and here you can get all your comic book needs. They also do collectibles, and they have a friendly AF dog. Oh, <laughs> dogs now! Oh, yeah, there's two of them. You can meet Frankie. Frankie's tiny. Reggie's Frankie. the best, though. Um, and, yeah, so it, <gasps> it, it's a great yeah. place. Of course, you can also visit their website, incognitocomics.com.au. they got a giveaway can... at the moment. Ooh, a giveaway. They do have a giveaway. He, keeps in, he makes me do it and he keeps interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us about the giveaway. Uh, they have $50 worth of uh, DC Batman comics to give away. Uh, you'll get Dark Knight Returns Golden Child number one, Detective Comics number 1027, so that is a 1,000 issues of Batman, um, so it's an anniversary. Batman 95, which is the start of the Joker War. Uh, Batman 3 Jokers number one with promo playing card. That is a fantastic book if you haven't read it. Uh, and if you'd like to enter, you have to like Incognito Comics on Facebook and comment and tell us and tell them why uh, tell them your favourite Batman story. That's it. Uh, and the winner will be announced on the 6th of May. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so check that out uh, and uh, check out their website or come in and say hello for all your comic book needs. Hello. <laughs> Tom sent me down here from Shaking Up Dad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, me. Now, so... (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's off something. (laughs) Uh, So, of course, we are talking about the final two. We've done the first four. (laughs) Yes, that is... is (laughs) You're looking around. (laughs) Final two, episodes five and six of Falcon and the Winter Soldier from Disney+. Plus. Yes. So, uh, who wants to tell me what happened in episode five? Fuzzy. Do- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, following the episode uh, four, we had um, uh, all uh, eyes Captain on America. Us, yep, smash <clears throat> the dude's face in. Um, we had uh, Bucky and Falcon chase him down. Had a, a pretty cool fight with him. He, uh, they, they steal the shield, but he rips uh, Bucky's wings, uh, sorry, uh, Falcon's wings, uh, off his suit. So he is now wingless, I suppose. But they've got the shield. Clipped wings. That's correct. Um, and yeah, they find Zemo. They hand Zemo over to uh, the Wakandans. The Domo Origato. <laughs> the Domo Origato themselves. Oh, uh, fuck. What are they called? Mr. Robatos. Yes, uh, they hand them over. Basically, they hand over Zemo to uh, the Wakandans who put him on the raft. Domo Milaj. Domo Milaj? Sure. Fuck, I can't remember. I go go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's uh, so that was pretty cool. Nice little uh, raft reference. So that's the prison for like super bad guys. Domo Milaj. There we go. Domo Arigatos. Um, we get um, back in America, we get Captain America gets a dishonorable discharge for killing the dude, and so he can mm. no longer be Captain America. And we have a weird cameo from Julia Louis Dreyfus as somebody. Val. She's a new character. Val? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's supposed to be. Uh, uh, here we go. Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. She's supposed to be some big thing linking into a bunch of other stuff within the Marvel Universe. This is when you start going into those really obscure, like, deep Marvel dives. So I'm sure there's something in there. But, yeah, she's basically one of those people with, like, very deep pockets that funds a lot of stuff within within the MCU. So mm. uh, it will be very interesting to see how her character plays out over the films and coming stuff. Seems like she's going to be, like, a Waller sort of character. Like Amanda um, Waller. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I think so. Astute point. Um, and then we get, um, and then the rest of the episode is is really about, I think, um, Sam trying to come to terms with what he needs to be. So the whole purpose of this has been leading up to whether or not he's going, you know, they've taken the shield back from, you know, the fake Captain America and whether or not he's going to accept it. So he goes and meets with um, Elijah, Elijah Johnson. Isaiah. 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 Uh, and discusses some stuff with him, tries to, you know, understand what happened to him in the past. Um, and, yeah, basically has a lot of stuff, you know, fixing up its family boat and talking to Bucky about, you know, how he can accept it and, and all the rest of yeah. it and so- be Captain America. And I think by the end of it, he decides that he can be um, and starts training with the S.H.I.E.L.D. and getting fit and doing stuff to uh, to be Captain America. I thought it was, it was a very, very good summary. Thank you. I used a lot of it from Wikipedia. Um <laughs> 
It's it's very interesting. I did enjoy like watching the training sequences, and you're like, okay, that's definitely Andy Mackey, and then you see all the moments that are definitely not him. So doing anytime the, doing the flips and shit, anytime someone does a flip, it is definitely not, not him because <laughs> you see the guy's face on multiple occasions. I, I, I <laughs> it was very funny. I did like that as well. Like they're they're showing that he's learning to use the shield. Like yeah. a lot of the times, like it's bouncing off something and it's like coming back to him, or he's ducking because it's coming back too fast, so he's not yeah. confident with it. Where with John Walker, it's like he's got it. Yeah, where was all that yeah. shield training? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but yes, they they did. I did like that bit where he's sitting there talking to Bucky, and they're just like outside and they're just chucking the shield against, like playing catch essentially with the shield. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Like it was a, just a nice little moment, and it was you know there was some really cool stuff in there about you know, talking about Bucky and how he and like Bucky saying like him and Steve could never have understood how what it would be like for a black person to accept hmm. their shield and be Captain America. They couldn't have ever envisaged all of the problems that he would have faced um and yeah they were wrong to assume make that assumption and yeah it was, it was i thought that was a really nice moment for uh for them it added a lot of depth to this tv show which i think a lot of a lot of to a component that wandavision didn't have wandavision has nothing this isn't an attack on wandavision <laughs> <laughs> but i'm saying that this show was a lot deeper and i feel like this episode really did cement what they were trying to accomplish with the show yeah whereas i feel like up until this episode it felt very bucky is the interesting character throughout the first four hundred percent yeah it just from this episode and the next episode they flipped it yeah and it's just like no this is this is falcon's tv series not Bucky's. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think they've they've had. I think they've got some issues with how they've named this show because they've included the Winter Soldier as part of that title when they've made him a fairly major character for the first four episodes. It should have always been about Sam. They should have always been the core character, and they should, they I think they needed to set, uh, Bucky to be a side character at best, but put more focus on Sam and see his journey through it all. So I will, I will say it's a to, bit disappointing, I think, how they've, yeah. they've done that. To Tom's point, like, yeah, it starts off when the show, episode one, it's it's you're more interested in Winter Soldier than you are with Falcon. Um, but then after episode four, which is you know, John Walker killing someone in the streets, both the last two episodes are over an hour or just under an hour. Yeah, they're, 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 long, long. they're longer episodes. But... And I think that's the flipping point for the character, or well, obviously because the episode ends. But it's the flipping point because we see at the start of this episode, it's it is immediately John Walker's on the run. Falcon and, and Winter Soldier find him, yeah, and Falcon's the one who takes him out, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I like, and actually no, Captain uh, Winter Soldier takes him out and then drops the shield at Falcon's. Head. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's 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 that sort of felt like a a passing of the torch of you're going to follow and inter- and be more interested more in Falcon's character now than you are with with Winter Soldiers and Winter Soldiers has payoff that comes later on for his character plot and development and stuff but yeah it it sort of follows him also mm. yeah it's 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 very interesting seeing the that progression throughout the show and and how it's it's flipped around quite a few times and mm. the inclusion of you know this new you know faux Captain America like has been it's it's i think if you didn't have him in there like it was a surprise in the first episode to see him mm. but if you didn't have that character i don't think sam would have ever made the decision himself 
to become Captain America. Yeah. He needed that that spark to think and to make him actually seriously think about why, you know, that that dis- that choice that he'd made. I've seen so, I've seen yeah. a lot of people also that, that it's a mantle that needs to be protected. Yes. Yeah, not yeah. Right. yeah. And he thought, you know, he you know, his whole thing was I'm handing it over, we're going to honor it and leave it there. Captain America shouldn't be me, it should just be, you know, something that we've had in the past. Yeah. And yeah, it's <clears> now something he's realized, yeah, we definitely need to protect this legacy, but also create new a new legacy in and the people that that hold the shield. I did like the line when John Walker gets discharged and he's walking out and you hear one of the senators or congressmen say like and hand back the shield and i'm like motherfucker he ain't got it <laughs> <laughs> and we did get that that cool um mid-credit sequence at the end uh, at the end of the episode with um walker making his own i didn't see that yeah uh, i didn't see, I didn't see so yeah okay there's a mid-credit sequence where he basically he's making his own captain america shield which is which was kind of interesting so. yeah obviously it rocks up in the last episode so me and one like what the fuck is that yeah mid-credits uh, they they did this weird thing where like sometimes they did a I think it was last two episodes oh, yeah uh, but sometimes they didn't so it's it's yeah disappointing. Well, I assume it's not vibranium vibranium no, no yeah so and, and it'll come up in yeah the next episode but we might as well move on to the, <laughs> the last one yeah yes yeah. there's there's not really any like yeah, it's just it's a training montage episode it really. is it's a it's an emotional shift in, in character montage. building and yeah. c- connection building for so, Falcon and Winter so Soldier duty. what happened in this episode? Yeah. Or the last episode? The last episode? Yes. <laughs> the one that we're talking about now. That's, that's why you confused me, because I said, let's move, we went, let's move on. And I just went, oh, tell me about it. And you went, this episode or the last episode? And I'm like, the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, the last episode is called One World, One People. It is uh, Carly Morgenthal, who is also working alongside with, uh, fuck, what's GSP's character name? Uh, Baltrock. Batrock. Batrock. Patrock. Yes. Frenchman. The French guy. The guy from the first episode and the, and the start of Winter Soldier, the movie. Um, uh, essentially, they're working together to take out, down the GRC, uh, and they're essentially trying to get, uh, essentially, the GRC council to go into sort of uh, safely escape the building, and they've sort of done a little bit of a Heath Ledger Joker sort of thing with, like, the guards are pretending to be, or, like, the, their goons are pretending to be guards and stuff like that to put them into certain vehicles and helicopters and stuff like that. Uh, and we essentially get at the tease of the uh, second last episode, Truth, which Fuzzy just talked about, um, is, of course, uh, Baron Zemo gets taken away by the Dora Milaje, uh, and Fa- uh, Bucky says, oh, I need one more favour. It's a suitcase. Oh, yeah. We don't know what's in the suitcase. Oh, yeah. It is comic accurate Falcon Captain America outfit. So if you've seen what he looks like in the comics, it's exactly the same, but he's got the little mustachey beard thing that Anthony Mackie has. We're, we're going to talk about that outfit. <laughs> Please finish yeah. this the synopsis. We'll talk about that outfit. Uh, <laughs> Captain America rocks up to, to save the GRC. Uh, Sharon Carter is on the ground as well as Bucky trying to follow down cars and trying to see what's going on and using satellites and phones and stuff to track people. Yeah. Um, but also... Uh, Half twenty minutes or so into the into the episode, uh, John Walker rocks up in his Captain America outfit with, with his fake shield, with yeah. his fake shield, throwing it around, trying to take on uh, Carly Morgenthau and some of her flag smashing thugs. And the shield hits them, and it immediately just drops. Yeah, and then it gets bashed up a bit, and then like, and you can see on on her face as well, like yeah, you know, as soon as it starts like dropping and doing stuff, she's like, it's like, this is fake. Like, let's just fucking take this guy. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's it, it, for me as well. It was and and for Mon, like the entire time we were watching the show, like, that's not Captain America. I fucking hate this guy. But then it sort of turned into, actually, I don't mind him. 
Like it, it, it's yeah. one of those things like starting off as a dick and then he sort of turns into something else. He he doesn't have that douchiness see, about him. But no. see, he I think he does. And that's the that's a problem. Like you know, we were discussing pre pre show about Raya and the Last Dragon and these uh-huh. unredeemable characters that don't do anything to earn your trust. I don't know what the moment was that he turned to earn our trust, as like because he he fucking snapped. He took the serum. He you know uh, killed that dude. He, yeah. You know, tried to beat up you know uh, Bucky and the King and Falcon. Like you know, he he did all of these douchey things. He yelled at the you know the, the senators, "You made me, you motherfuckers!" And mm. you know he's been dishonorably discharged. He feels like he's being set up to be a bad guy. I don't know why he should, we should think he's a good guy there's, now. There's, like, like there's a, nothing there's, to make me feel like yeah, I should be. There's, there's a brief shot where he's getting the shit kicked out of him and he's holding the fake shield up to protect his body. He's got his medals on the inside of the shield. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's a thing. And then you see the sort of the the split decision, like, save me, save, get me, save the girl. What are you going to do? Um, <laughs> but it's it's the hostages hanging off the side of a cliff or yeah. it's Chase Carly. But it's I, I, I just, I don't see, yeah, I, I just... That that moment is not enough for me to like him or my, yeah not, like, not to, to change my opinion that you've set up over the previous yeah, okay. five yeah. fucking episodes of him being a douchebag. They, they did make him out to be bad, like like he was going to be a villain, but at the same time they never made him out to be necessarily evil. No, they made him out to be the a diet douche, coke of evil. Not evil. <laughs> but I think he is very much this like he, he was uh, that moment where he snapped and killed somebody. I think that was his turning point there. Like yeah, he's he's trying to do the the right thing. It might not necessarily always be the right thing, hmm. but it's close-ish, you know, within that ballpark. And the moment he snaps and kills somebody, that's a turning point. That's an emotional point that he you know, a decision he made and then he continues to lie about it. You know, he lies about it to the um, the family of the, the uh, uh, Battlestar. He goes and says, "Yeah, I've definitely killed the person that killed your son." Total lie, which he knew about. Like, you know, he's still doing douchey things to protect himself after he's finished doing it. Yeah, so, I'll give you that, yeah, yeah. It just there's not enough redemption within the character to make me believe that that one moment where he's getting yeah. his fucking ass handed to him that all of a sudden he chooses to be good. Like, yeah. he's, he's chosen at that point. To ma- he's made one specific choice. That's not enough. After all of the douchey choices he has made leading up to that, yeah, I, I, that's the only thing I can think of as a character change or character progression thing. It was either the med- the medals on the inside of his shield, seeing the the thing hanging. Maybe like he was going to get fucking killed, and then Winter Soldier jumps in and beats the shit out of people. Yeah, so maybe it's a it's a mixture of all those things. Um, of course, we get. Uh, I, I thought a pretty cool scene because, of course, the hostages are split between armoured cars that have been sort of uh, hev- reinforced locked that they can't be opened, mm. uh, and some of them have gotten away in a helicopter. So, of course, Captain America slash Falcon goes after them in a helicopter. Bucky goes after the trucks. The helicopter chase I thought was pretty cool and some, yeah. of, the, some of the stuff around that. we've got Some cool Falcon, uh, Falcon sequences. So yeah, yeah. There yeah. Was some. Um, and he's got two Red Wings, which I thought was fucking cool. Um, and how he takes out the pilot. Holy shit, that was cool. And, and there were moments, like, you, you know when you watch horror movies, it can be any movie, like, why isn't he doing this? He's got this, he, he's got mm. this gadget, he's got this ability. I had one of those moments in this episode and it just went, he immediately did it. I'm like, perfect, sweet. Like, th- there was no issues I had with this episode. I love how he's, they've, <clears> they've integrated, like, having the shield on his back with the wings and all the rest. It's, it's great. And then there's a moment where he catches somebody and, like, this thing crashes down on top of him and he's got the shield on his back and he uses the wings to, like, cover over. A little batman He sort of how he uses the cape to... It's a little bit batman but it's pretty fucking cool the, at the, the same thi- time. The thing that... A little bit spawny, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying, yeah. <laughs> Um, 
but still, still pretty badass. Like the way they've, I think they've done it. And there was, I think there was also a fight sequence uh, where he's fighting Carly at the end. That's what I was going to say. She punches him, and he's got the shield up in front of him. Covering your mic. <laughs> and he digs the uh, digs the wings down uh, into the ground. Him, into the ground. That was cool to sort of reinforce. And, I, and yeah. yeah, so they're they're trying to find down Carly. Another flag smashes. Uh, fake captain. I'm just going U.S. agent because he becomes U.S. agent. Uh, and Winter Soldier find them by diverting their attention with a with an app that they're using to get around which yeah. I thought was fine uh, and uh, Captain America finds Carly she wants to to uh, Captain America uh, Carly finds uh, Sharon Carter which I called was the power broker you were correct <sighs> and what hashtag called it um, and then Captain America rocks up Carly tries to beat the shit out of Captain America and he does the most Steve Rogers thing of all time he's just like I'm not fighting you. I'm defending myself but I'm not fighting back yeah and I thought that was fucking awesome um, Sharon Carter Again. Puts a couple of holes in her. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and essentially, after that, it's a political motivational speech, which was like after the emotional uh, episode of episode five, like yes. just all the, the the conversations and with Isaiah Bradley and like how that goes all, all through everything. Yeah. Like just amazing, like really deep conversations. Good shit there. Yeah. His little speech at the end there was fucking forced as all hell. I, I didn't just- mind the speech. It just went too long. It went it's about time. a four-minute speech, and I'm sitting there going, "You've got me for 120 seconds." After that, I'm I'm getting up. I'm I didn't like, mind it. I didn't think it was that. He, he raises a good point of like, if you're going to change the world, who's sitting in the room with you? People who agree with you, or people who are going to you know provide your you've, offering opinions? What you've just said there, fantastic, succinct. You've done it in less than 20 seconds. They took like three minutes yeah. to get to the same fucking point. Like just cut it down like that's all they need to do is just cut out a bunch of that stuff and that would have made had the exact same impact yeah like yeah it just it took a long time a long walk to get to that point so yeah, yeah just take it you don't need to take that much time with it um and then yeah after that we get of course uh, sam wilson is captain america everyone is calling him captain america although uh, one of the people also calling him black falcon which is that's what he was referred to in a previous episode yeah it's like i, th- I think there's a there's a little bit of like this naming thing well like, the yeah. um the the previous character we were talking about i can't recall the character's name but he's the guy who works with falcon in the u.s uh the air force yeah the guy who gets the shit kicked out of him by the flag smashes he pretends lamar. to be on no nah, not lamar lamar is battlestar um, he's the he's working he's, with Falcon in the he's first with episode. Fal- oh, that guy! He shows up for like two seconds. He's that- like occasionally appears as some sort of like he's like his roadie, like into, yeah. <laughs> into the army kind of thing. I've forgotten no. I've forgotten the character's name, but that guy he's a forgettable character. He becomes the Falcon in the comic books. So that's why he's like, "What are you gonna do with the wings?" He's like, "Keep them." So maybe he becomes Falcon. Know what I mean? Because he can still yeah. have a Falcon, and then Captain America who has Falcon wings. All right. Interesting. Yeah. So at this point in time, though, so the new suit, mm-hmm. I'm assuming the wings are made out of vibranium. I would assume so. Which means that, like, having the shield isn't as big of a benefit, except for the but throwing it, of it. But it's a symbol. It's, yeah, true. Like, yeah, that's that's all. That's so how you can hit it together with another one. <laughs> oh God, Tom! <laughs> no, no, bad Tom. <laughs> Bad Tom. Dude, he's walked away. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow, that was that was incredible. Uh, Judy has left the room and has gone to urinate. Uh, he is so disgusted by that comment. Uh, you peed before the show. <laughs> We've been going half an hour. Let's continue anyway. Okay. Uh, 
there's some there's some interesting character choices that they've made in this series, which I uh, the 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 choice to include some and not others has been weird. The, Who? Well, like his yeah, the the roadie for yeah yeah, 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 yeah for, for Falcon. Um, like having Sharon Carter in here, having this new uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus character. Like, I feel overall as if they have thrown a lot of different elements into this this pot, and they're mixing it all up. And I feel like there's one too many ingredients in this pot. I actually somewhat believe that they've just brought it in into a way that there's just been like okay so we've brought a whole heap of different elements into here uh here you go marvel studios for creating your movies yeah take the bits of it that you like yeah i wouldn't be surprised if some of it we see and some of it just goes no we don't want to do anything with that yeah that character didn't work or it didn't uh it didn't resonate with people like you know like we're, we've had enough like i think you could have done away with almost that the entirety of the power broker storyline because there's no real need for it whatsoever. I, I don't think it adds anything to it. Um, yeah, I think clearly they're setting it up for something because there was a, another mid credit sequence in this one uh, with Sharon Carter going, I'm back in. She gets um, excused from all of her past crimes or, and mm. so she's and they're like, well, we've got a job, your same old job back for you. But which is a bit weird because she used to work for Shield, and I didn't think Shield was around anymore. No. So, which will be anyway. She's like, we're back in. We've you know we might have lost the super soldier serum, but now we've got like you know super secret government agencies shit that we can steal. So it feels like they're setting her up to be a big bad character, but I just don't see her as a bad I character. Also don't particularly care about that character. No, that, like I think they just could have done away with her entirely. No. She was almost pointless. <laughs> no one would have ever noticed. Yeah. Just, I think you do away with that character line and you can actually, and then I think this goes to my opinion of the, the, the series as a whole, which I might share a bit later, but you know, do away with that character line because it just doesn't add any extra value to the core of what you're trying to tell within this story. Yeah, and I think, uh, I think now's a good time to talk about the, uh, the falcon in the room. That outfit. Yeah. Like, cool, what he does with it. Cool, the way it looks. Bad. bad, so bad. He looks like, for anyone who's seen the series The Boys, he looks like A-Train. He looks like A-Train mixed with Frozone from Incredibles. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. And the ears sticking out looks stupid. Yep. The ears sticking out looks stupid. And I, it's, it's so... It's, I think it's, it's the white. It's the how, white. How bright the white is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was even like a sort of a... And I understand that they need it like that, but even if they had like his... The bit around his eyes, blue. But then they've got like, you know, these like red goggles on him as well. And it's just... Everything about it is just not right. Exactly the same as the comic book. It looks stupid. Uh, okay, I'm, I, comic book accurate, whatever. Like, yes, well done. You've managed to make it look great from the comic book. But it looks stupid in real life. And they should have seen that and gone, we can do better than that. Like, in yeah. real life, that doesn't always, isn't always going to look the exact and, same way. And that's what they've deliberately done with most of the outfits, <clears throat> is they haven't gone comic book accurate. And it's been the better for it. Like, I, I actually really enjoyed huh? Some of them are comic book accurate. It's, some of them are. But, like... Take, for instance, uh, WandaVision. I loved Scarlet Witch's outfit at the end of that. I thought it was fantastic. Not comic book accurate. Mm. Yeah, true. 
I, I really enjoyed uh, new you know, fake Captain America's uh, US agent. Yeah, well, before he became the US agent, so it's a US agent outfit is exactly the same as just black. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying though, when they put him into the new outfit. They should have taken the helmet off. The man cannot rock the helmet. The, 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 the ears. The ears. The ears <laughs> sticking out. Like, ah, just there is something about, like, just have, like, covered over ears. Like, that's fine. That's totally Yeah, there's, fine. there's Captain America outfits, like, in movies and, oh, I don't know about movies, but in comic book stuff where he's got, like, you know, little Kevlar things that go over his ears. Yeah, totally like, fine. Looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. And especially for Falcon, like, as somebody who's flying around a lot, I think he kind of needs his ears covered because he would almost not be able to hear anything. He'd probably get frostbite. Frostbite, uh, yeah, they're just like, his ears would fall off. He would not be able to communicate with anyone because rushing wind past his ears all the time from going super fast, he ain't hearing shit. Yeah, it would have been kind of cool if it like slid up or something like that in front of him when he was flying around. Or, like or he had like, some sort of mask or something because like, he's still talking to people while he's flying around. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, yeah. I just have this image of him go, get, like you, you get it zoom up of him and going Bucky I need you over here and then you go to Bucky and just Bucky I need you over here <laughs> hey Falcon can you help out what <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you I'm doing two G's without a mask or hearing protection he's not breathing <laughs> it's like sticking your head out of a car door trying try to breathe <laughs> Yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> it just like I, you get away with it in Iron Man because he's got a closed mask on. It would have been cool that when he when his wings went out to fly, when his engines like because he's got a little engine thing on his back. Yeah, that like if a little fucking face guard went up or something. Totally fine. They do it with like uh, with fucking Star Lord. He gets his little space helmet over, clips yeah. his ears, and you know yeah. comes up. Do something like that for him. It's like they've had nanotechnology for fucking Tony Stark's latest suit. Yeah, it's his and, and obvious. With, uh, it, it's assumably Black Panther vibranium. As well. Yeah, like surely they can just do a little fucking bloop helmet on would have been fine would have covered off all of the stupid ear holes eye vision goggles like it, he just looks ridiculous i would have like winter soldier, to get, winter soldier to get something if that makes sense Nah, i like he winter got closure yeah he did get closure yeah. <laughs> that's right but like you know what i mean like yeah <laughs> I don't know if he's laughing at the joke or the fact that he, of him getting closure. <laughs> it was a good laugh. It was a good laugh. It was laugh. better than the symbol. <laughs> I thought the symbol was good. <laughs> Tom's on fire. Uh, yes. I, been, uh, th- I think Winter Soldier should have gotten something. It, it, fucking repaint the arm or different outfit he's had, or he's something. Got, he's got a cool fucking vibranium arm. I like is. the silver one better. The like silver it. one stands like out against... black and gold. It stands like out against the... The outfit, though, that's what I liked about the old school arm. I really want, I wanted, I want Bucky to feel not as underpowered as they seem to make him now. He's a fight. He, well, I will a, say, yeah, I will say, he is a super soldier, but he was fighting super soldiers, so he had to. He was on par with them. He also has a vibranium arm. They can also be deactivated. I did like the line though, like he's on the Sam's boat and they, they, he's f- fixing a coolant leak, and he's like, you know fixing it with the wrench and, and uh, Sam says to him, why don't you just use the arm? And he's like, I didn't immediately think of it. I'm actually right-handed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a good line. It's a really good line. <laughs> I like the, the <laughs> how he starts flirting with his sisters. Like, you can stay here, you can stay with us, just stop flirting with my sister. <laughs> At the end, he's got the kids swinging from it. Yeah. yeah. And, and then speaking on Tom's closure point, the entire, anytime he's out in public, he's long sleeve and he's wearing a glove over his hands. Yeah. But, after he's 
told his neighbor that you know he's killed his son and stuff like that he's walking around without his glove on like he's walking around being like yep that you know this is who i am and he rocks up to sam's place with a fucking cake and all that sort of stuff like that with without a glove and he's flaunting his arm a little bit so maybe that's sort of a character progression he sort of stuff yeah, and he's walking around at the end through all the guards and stuff like that. He's yeah, he's got his arm out. Mm. It's, yeah, I, I think yeah, he's definitely progressing as a as a person, which is quite nice. So mm. yeah, let's talk about the series as a whole though, because um, we definitely need to discuss it. It was too long. Six episodes. It was too long. WandaVision is like nine episodes. Wasn't this it? was too long. WandaVision was not better. WandaVision, nothing exists and nothing happened in WandaVision. WandaVision was too long too. Things are too long. Yeah, it's, it's going at everything. Things are, <laughs> Except for Mortal Kombat, as we said in the last episode. That was too short. Too short, yes. <laughs> These things were too long. Like, they had... They feel like they, they, were, they had a, an idea for a movie for both of them. But they didn't have enough time to make... You know, they didn't want to do two three-hour movies. Mm. So they went, okay, we're going to make, you know, two six- or seven-hour series. And it, But there's just... There was not enough content within these, and they had to fucking pad it out with Zemo dancing for two minutes. Zemo was awesome. Uh, sure. And, you know, and fucking Sharon Carter being the power broker and all this I bullshit. have a question about Sharon Carter. What about her? Because she is granddaughter to Peggy Carter, right? Yes, that is correct. But Captain America went back in time and fucked Peggy Carter. Assumedly. Like, that was his thing. Like, he went back... Like, the movie ends with him dancing with her, so you assume that he went back to her. How does she exist if Captain America went back in time? So they already... They determined it in Endgame that you can't change the past by going into the past you only change your own future like it's like a line and it follows your t- time follows with they you. fucked it up <laughs> no, no no but but yeah I, I get what you're saying but like how does she exist if she's no longer with her fucking dad or grandfather or what, but you know he, what i mean but he is because it's he's gone essentially he's gone to a different timeline yeah but then how but, is he at the end of endgame sitting there old Holding the shield. It's it's not a different. It can't be a different timeline. It's Back to the Future, but, man. But they've they've had this. Trust me, I've read a lot of things on it. <laughs> um, there, there's a lot of things that either he's found a way to jump between um, timelines. Maybe she had like a previous relationship before Captain America. But then she would have already had kids. Yeah. Doesn't mean then then Captain America came in and like this is why you don't mess with time travel. It always ends bad. The only movie that's done it well, or he was making out with his great great granddaughter. He did make out with yeah she yeah he did yeah. yeah. And there was Sam and Bucky in the car, just like nodding their heads, going yep yep yep. (laughs) Sam and Bucky in the car. (laughs) Bucky. I did like that. I think it was like the end of the third episode or something like that when they're in. um, What was that? (laughs) I aborted. (laughs) Uh, Getting fucky. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ! I knew where you were going. (laughs) I was happy to go there. Uh, I I think the problem with both one division. And this show, uh, and it'll probably be the same thing with with all of these sort of Marvel shows, is they feel like a DLC added on for a game where it's like, continue the story immediately where it left Mm. off. They're not going to put anything in these TV series that people who see the movies and don't watch the Mm. TV series. Well, for that reason. There'll be a lot of people who don't. There'll be a lot of people who don't watch these TV series and just watch the movies. So so. nothing major is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Which is really what 
raises the question to me is because obviously we have Loki next. Yeah. We then have... Black Widow. Oh, oh, for TV, TV shows. shows. Yeah. Hawkeye's Hawk next. And um, Hawkeye... Hawkeye's next. And then Secret Wars. Yes, Secret Wars. Mm. Is. Which is an Secret event. Wars is a big thing in the comics. I don't know how you would put Secret Wars into a TV show without having major stuff in it unless there's going to be a movie that like explains unless and that su- next uh, phase of stuff coming unless through. they decide to make Secret Wars a movie no but yeah, they've, already, they've already said it's a TV show but they can change it oh yeah but Secret Wars is yeah, meant to be a Sec- TV Secret Wars is a big deal for Marvel is that going to be a lead out of some of the stuff that happened in WandaVision Secret Wars no no no, uh, Secret Wars will be Skrulls pretending Skrull to be people, so they, they don't know if Spider-Man's actually Spider-Man or a Skrull. They had Skrulls at the end of WandaVision. Oh, yes, they did too. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm com- yeah, I we ex- wanted, we, you got to come up and talk to the boss. Oh, yeah. Remember the theatre? Like, so, potentially. I, I'm just saying there could yeah. be a time there. There's yeah. no... There, yeah, there, besides the Sharon Carter thing at the end of the episode, there was no real connection to something else unless Sharon- well I think I think um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus we've got US Agent in there as well mm. like I think there'll be some of those other like you know you'll get some extra characters doing team ups and shit like that like I was, ex- I was expect- interesting to see how it, 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 that stuff plays up but I don't think there's any real beyond, uh, beyond Falcon becoming Captain America you know one thing I would have no lasting stuff yeah yeah I guess I think that the entire series was really just about Falcon becoming Cap. And which you could have done in one movie. But, no, but, but which, for the sake of people who haven't seen this, already happened. Because if you haven't seen the series, you don't know that he gave away the, gave away the, the shield. shield. Yeah. So, really, this TV show's main premise didn't need to have happened. Because yeah, because he accepted uh, accepts it at the end of the end game, and then uh, he's got it now. So, well, he's got a new suit. Where'd the new suit come from? <laughs> I mean, you got. A new I suit. hope they fix that new suit up for the movies because they need to. It's fucking gross. I think it looks cool. bad. I like the the. the <laughs> you cat- said that very quietly. <laughs> I think the suit looks cool. I uh, when the hot toy is announced, I might buy it. Don't. Did it the other ones cool. appreciate that one? Won't. <laughs> Um, the one thing uh, it has the same problem as WandaVision is magic's being done where the fuck's Doctor Strange no you've got an event going down in New York it would have been cool to have Spider-Man like that could have been your that could have been your backup because then you would have had the thing of a bit of comedy from Tom Holland when like he sees Winter Soldier with the the arm you've got a metal arm you've got wings it could have been fun just like he he would be in it for like you got a metal arm you got wings you got a Spider-Man <laughs> no but like when when Spider-Man's in Civil War and like Winter Soldier tries to punch him and he stops it's like you got a metal arm that's so cool like you know we know Spider-Man listens to a fucking CB radio listening out for calls and shit like that like that's a, it's 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 not a big world ending thing like fucking I don't know if they've got enough money to spend on getting you know Spider-Man into this stuff they would have had to pay Sony a fuck ton of money it would have been cool even for like well. 10 minutes or something I reckon dude if they had unlimited money there would probably be a lot of things they would do differently yeah yeah well it's Disney they do have unlimited money no they don't of course they do. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> they own the <laughs> bank. Their, their theme parks are hemorrhaging. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I saw. Speaking of other TV shows coming up, um, I follow Jeremy Renner on Instagram. He put a photo up saying, thanks for the wild ride, Marvel. It's been a blast. Blah, blah, blah. So it looks like the end of Hawkeye might be the end of Jeremy Renner. Thank goodness. I like him as Hawkeye. 
Uh, don't they have like a like an understudy? Isn't it like Could be his Hale- daughter? Yeah, Haley Stanfield. Yeah, the chick from Bumblebee. Good gravy. Who dives into the water and somehow survives all of that debris? Yes. Anyway, Tom, back to you. You're the host. Oh, okay. <laughs> How long are we going? Uh, fifty one, nineteen, twenty, oh, well, twenty one, twenty two. Uh, so <laughs> for this, mm. let's give the entire. Series a score. I'm pretty sure we did the same for One Division. Yes. We did, yes. I can't remember my score. For yeah, I can't remember what I gave One Division. <laughs> um, fuzzy. Whatever my score was for One Division, this is half a point less. Um, no, I was about to say that's exactly what I'm thinking, but I don't. I, I don't remember what it is. <laughs> uh, look, I, I feel, I feel the same way having watched this series as I do after watching uh, Mortal Kombat, which we did last week. It feels a little bit less than I expected. It feels like there's a lot of filler. Like the stuff that was in there was really good. The, the good moments were really good. There was some really touching stuff that happened in here. There were some good action sequences. Um, yeah, you know, I'm enjoying seeing Falcon with the shield. Like that could have been two whole fucking episodes of him doing cool shit. Him taking out that helicopter pilot was so fucking cool. It was fucking great. Where was that? They had like one cool Falcon sequence at the start and one cool sequence at the end. The stuff on the truck was fairly average. I like the truck stuff. But for the rest of the time, he's not got the fucking wings on. Like, there was so little Falcon in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There was more Winter Soldier than there was Falcon. I just just needed to see more Falcon. I needed to see more cool wing stuff. They said they spent a lot of money on this show for CG and all the rest of it. Where? Where? There wasn't any fucking fancy lights like they had in WandaVision. Like, tungsten. You know, tungsten to live. Like they, <laughs> maybe his new suit's made out of fucking tungsten. Like, that's why it's so expensive and crazy. But I don't know, man. Just, just It's just a little bit less than I wanted. So I'm going to give this, hopefully this is less than WandaVision, 6.5. Wow. It's I just it's not enough. I thought you would have given it, yeah. Hmm. Duty. Thoroughly enjoyed this over WandaVision. <laughs> um, I think, but, uh, but I think I had a lot of problems with WandaVision, but like for... Oh, really? <laughs> um, but for like, you know, a Captain America story, it's, you know, it's got a bit of espionage, it's got a bit of action, it's got a bit of political drama that isn't boring. Star Wars 1 to 3, are you paying attention? Um, it's It's got the things that I enjoyed from the previous Captain America movies, but it's got it with characters who haven't had as much screen time as, say, Steve Rogers and stuff like that. Um, I enjoyed the suit. I enjoyed the banter. I enjoyed the action. Uh, my opinions changed on Cole, on Walker, which I thought was cool. I'm giving it a eight. Eight. Hmm. Right. Yep. Yeah, I think overall I did enjoy watching it. Um, and it did have a good way of putting cliffhang- cliffhangers in it that made me want to know what was going to continue to happen and I actually did enjoy some breadcrumbed things around it and it also had some depth to it. Mm. Um, it did have its problems and the switch in making it seem like it was very much around Winter Soldier and then fl- flipping it over to Falcon and I'm not sure whether that's because they wanted it to be fair between the two characters or whatever it was but it was Astute. just... It was just <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> um, but it was, yeah. It, it, overall, I enjoyed it. I had a fun time with it. I would say that it is a point five less than um, One Division. I don't remember what I gave One Division to the same extent as Fuzzy. So I'm just going. to I think I gave One Division an eight. 
So I think I'll give this a 7.5. Well, I will give this a 7.5. There you go. Anyway, that's all our scores, and that is episode Atlanta Falcons of Shaken Not Nerd. <laughs> hang on, hang on, I got you, I got you. That is episode Mr. Black. <laughs> Mr. Black. <laughs> Denver Broncos. Um, yeah, this episode of Shaken Not Nerd, we know you have a choice when listening to pop culture podcasts, and you clearly pick the one with nerd in the title. Thank you once again for listening. I have been Tom signing off. And I have been Fuzzy Dan reminding you that I could possibly be the Falcon or Captain America or US Agent or something else. Someone name me something because I may be something (laughs) in some future episode or not. Who knows? The Winter Fuzzy. Who the fuck knows because this this episode may not mean anything ever. Fuzzy Soldier. The Winter Fuzzy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the winter fuzz fuzzy agent <laughs> <laughs> yes there it is sold <laughs> and this is dirty <laughs> I use my fuzzy agent to cover my fuzzy agent fuzzy what a powerful end <laughs> <laughs>